you're listening to Say Yes to Travel with your host, Sarah Dandeshi. Welcome back to another episode of Say Yes to Travel. And in honor of it being International Women's Month, I'm so very excited about today's interview. I have Senora Dolores, who is the founder and owner of Lomas Travel, as well as El Dorado Resorts. And I also have Samantha Frachet, director of the hotel division of uh, the El Dorado Resorts, as well as Generations and uh, Nickelodeon Resorts. So very excited to speak to you both as uh, you have quite an incredible portfolio. So um, would let, why don't we just go ahead and dive in? So for an introduction, would love to hear um, a bit more about your roles as well as the, the properties in the portfolio. So Senora, would you like to, to share a bit? <laughs> yes, thank you. Well, actually, since 40 years ago, we started the what we never thought will become this monster, but um, we started the business. And from three years ago, two and a half years ago, uh, I became the president of Grupo Lomas. Grupo Lomas, it's, I will say, a consortium that uh, has several brands or several uh, units, uh, business units. Uh, we have the destination management company, which is Lomas Travel. We have also the hotels division, which are El Dorado, uh, Hidden Beach. We have Generations, and uh, now the baby Nickelodeon. That's what Samantha takes care of, the whole division of the hotels. And um, then we also have the Marina, uh, which is an activity center. And we have a lot of fun with transportation and other issues. Which is fantastic, fantastic. So I love, I love hearing, uh, you know, a bit about about all of it. And as you say, it's amazing how it's grown. So, Senor, I would love to, if you don't mind sharing, just a brief um, overview of how it started because your story is so impressive. So, we'd love to hear how it started and how it's grown into all of this. Actually, it started because nobody wanted to hire me. Uh, in the destination management companies. So my then new wet husband said, don't worry, I'll help you to develop your ground operation, not even destination management, but ground operation. And then you can have enough time to do whatever you want and take care of your kids because I already had Samantha and Rogelio. And that was the original idea. So... I started with three people, but before I was seven years um, working for another company. And thank God my ex-boss, rest in peace, he was very smart to tell all his clients that I was moving out. So they said, well, if she's moving out, we'll follow her. So when we started, all the clients came to us instead of being with my ex-boss. Um, and that's how I forced Joe to quit his hotel job because he's a hotelier from always. And he became the other half of the, the group. And as I say, we started with the destination management company. Then we went into transportation. Then went to the marina. Uh, we had some adventures with a little airline. 
And in the same time, the hotels, we started with three rooms at El Dorado Seaside. From three went to six, from six to 12, from 12 to 24. And thank God, and, and I will say our clients and our staff, that they follow us and they help us and they made us because without their support, we wouldn't be here. Talking about the hotels, I will say Samantha will be the expert because she decided she was not going to be like me. So <laughs> she went to work directly for the hotels with Carisma, which is the uh, hotel operator that we use. No, but before that, I wasn't even supposed to work in anything related to tourism because I hated it so much. It took my mom away. And we should ask the same question to my son now, who is 50. <laughs> this is a passion. Every day is different. You have new challenges. You learn a lot. This is a business that really changes and evolves. And it, may, and it pushes you and makes you evolve in all senses. So, yes, the story is true. We started with only three rooms in 1995, and we're about to reach the 2,000 rooms number. We're not a mega huge hotel company. We're still family owned. Mm -hmm. um, we have partnered with Carisma successfully for the last 18 years. And now we're very proud to say that we're honored to be also a partner to Viacom in this project, which is Nickelodeon Riviera Maya, which is the baby. So we have what we call the legacy hotels, mm -hmm. which are El Dorado brands, Generations, Hidden Beach, which is our own natural hotel as well. And now we're venturing into this new adventure with Nickelodeon. Well, the last adventure was Palafitos, which is a unique. We go for uniques. <laughs> we go for a little about uniques. Yeah, no, it's fantastic. I have to say, I, you know, I had a chance to visit Palafitos uh, just last week and I was blown away. And I think that's also, you know, there are a couple of things, just seeing the properties, they're all, they are all unique, you know? So even though if it's under the same umbrella, they are all unique, but you said something very interesting and that, you know, is that, that it is obviously family owned, as, as you know, I mean, if you are part of the family, you are the family that owns it. But what's nice about this and certainly being, you know, I got to experience it as, uh, you know, a consumer, a traveler. You can tell that it is family owned because every single employee that works at all of those properties, because I got to visit you know, so many of them, they take such pride in it and they it's they have this ownership as well, too, that you can almost they feel like they're part of the family. Actually, the idea of creating the company and when Joe and I started seeing it develop the way it was growing, because it grows, it grew from nothing to explode. Um, we decide that it was going to be a mean to create jobs in Mexico. And what he always have said is instead of the people going to to follow the American dream, we have to create the Mexican dream. Mm -hmm. And that's our mission to keep the jobs in Mexico as well as education. And through the years, because uh, if you go to our properties, the staff has been with us forever, forever. I mean, because we support them in the good and the bad and the worst ones through hurricanes, through pandemics, through everything. That's a commitment we made, actually. When was it? A year ago, exactly. Samantha and I got together that it was 
thank God everything came together because Joe was in the hospital very, very sick. Pandemic come and Charisma said, well, we have to take a decision of how are we going to do it because there is no business. It was zero occupancy. Yes. And Samantha and I got together and we said, well, if we have to sell something, we will sell something. But we cannot say we promote jobs and we fire everybody on, on the first step. So that's what we decide. And thank God it's becoming a, it's starting to grow back. Now we're up to 50 percent, thank God. And uh, we are very happy because our staff and our clients know that we are here for for good and that we i will say accomplish our commitments which is so commendable because i know the past year has been it's so challenging and it, it is it puts a very different you know as a, as an owner and especially being so family owned you have that commitment to your employee, you know, your employees, they, they have become part of the dream. And as you said, the, the Mexican dream. So uh, which I love that that has been such a focus because it's certainly, you know, to to know that you've been able to kind of be part of the journey and help give people opportunities. I mean, I can only imagine how special that feels. I would say that we're a tribe and tribe, <laughs> you know, things. Uh, whatever it is, because it was not only the pandemic. It was, we also had some, a couple of hurricanes and a tropical storm in the meantime. Um, but yes, we gather together, we group together, we see which is the challenge, we, we visualize it, and then we confront it and we keep going. That's that's what we do. That's what Mexicans do. That's what women do as well. Actually, we're used to crisis, so it's just one more. It's just, no, I mean, and, and I shouldn't be laughing, but it, it is, but there is that element. So that a lot of people have asked us, how have you managed it? And we haven't had the time to, to think, think about it. Of ourselves. I mean, we just keep going. <laughs> because if we don't focus, what will happen to the 3,500 people that we have become? And it's not people, it's their families. Uh -huh. Exactly. That's, that's something that we learned when we started with the three rooms and six rooms that we had an, another Mexican crisis and we didn't have any savings or anything. And we worked to stop the construction and Joe and I were riding out of, of the property, the seaside now, and one of the construction workers said, uh, Patron, approach the, the car and he said, um, Patron, can I ask you something? And Joe said, yes, of course. And he said, well, the supervisor just advised that um, we have no more work. And Joe said, yes, you know, we don't have a credit and inflation and the devaluation, and we don't know what's going to happen. And we have to stop it. And this guy who changed our lives, came, you know, I don't understand the words that you're telling me. I came to ask you, what do you suggest? I tell my wife and my family today going back to my hometown, which was Chiapas in the middle of the mountains and tell them that even I never failed and never got drunk. I did all what the supervisor told me to do. I, they don't have food on the table. So Joe and I said, well, 
I guess we have to keep on building and keep on building. And that's that's Joe's mantra. Keep on building because we understand that the least recognized job is the construction workers. Yeah, usually the tourism industry always recognizes the ones that are in the front. Mm -hmm. Very few to the ones that work in the back and practically none to the ones that that build them. Build those magnificent hotels and magnificent areas. So yes, that's something that we have been doing, not only um, operating tourism companies, well, the hotels along with Carisma, but also providing jobs for the construction. I would say that we have never stopped constructing. Actually, with this last project, we have had an average of 1,000 people a week for the last four years. Wow. Besides what we have in the staff. So yes, that's the way that we impact. And you never know how much this benefits, not only to the destination by providing a new new hotel channel or a new hotel, uh, but to the country itself, because um, Cancun was, it's only 50 years young, there was nothing here. And then from Cancun, the Maya Riviera evolved. So a lot of people moved out to purchase, to, to pursue that Mexican dream or, or how to improve their, their living, their way of life. And they found it here in, in the Maya Riviera in Cancun. So we're very proud to say that we're also impacting other small communities and rural communities, not only here in the Mayan Peninsula, but also in Chiapas and Oaxaca. That's amazing. And actually something that now, as you mentioned, Nick is coming up, finally, thank God. We have to thank uh, the state government because even he closed since March all, all, all industries, he, we request a special permit to keep the, it was 850? Yes. 850 construction workers, how you call it, confinate? They could not leave. So we have to set up um, housing, mm-hmm. food, also um, medical. medical care. Yeah. And out of four months, it was March, April, May, June, July. In those four or five months, we only had four sick persons and they were from um, a supplier, a third company. It was not our people. So we are very, very proud, but also we know the responsibility that we have because as a Mexican small company, because right now running the hotels is behind the scenes, Joe, but Samantha and I, a company like Viacom, mm-hmm. which is a mega, mega uh, communication monster, have trust us to bring to life their baby. Of course. And there, by the way, there is so much buzz around the property and the, you know, it's new and all of this excitement. So uh, it's, I have, I have a very, very good feeling about it. And not just me, but I mean, it's people are excited. They're excited to, for the opportunity to work there. They're excited for the opportunity to stay there and how amazing that you're able to be building something like this during this time. 
so that when it's ready, I, I think it'll just be, it'll be available at really just the right time. But I also wanted to stress, I love how you mentioned that you were able to keep all of those construction workers employed and safe, which is very impressive, by the way. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Don't ask us how we made it. <laughs> no, that's amazing. It's amazing. So um, well, to, to shift a, a little bit, since this is, a, you know, in honor of, of International Women's Day and what I'm taking away from all of this is just how much you're just able to support everyone in general. You know, this tribe and this idea of the, the Mexican dream, which is Again, I get chills like talking to you. So I, lo I love hearing this. Um, but being that it's International Women's Month, uh, how do you both empower other women? You know, uh, well, you saw it in the properties. We have what, what I call our three Marvel girls. Uh, first, Paola, which is the operations director. Then we have Jocelyn, America, Ma uh, Mariana, Mariana. Uh, and we have in the other places always, if not the first, the first lady, I will say, a vice lady, <laughs> supporting. And something that we have realized, and it's the same in the destination management company. I think by nature, we are number one, multitask, and number two, we are responsible. I mean, because in our early years, I'm talking prehistory, the lives depend on us. Mm -hmm. So we became naturally responsible. And I think that's what we know, that if we have some a, a, a lady, not that men are not responsible, but they are sometimes a little bit loose. So <laughs> we know that, that a, a woman will make sure to wrap everything because they can see the different areas. That makes sense. And, and I don't know, um, excuse me, if you were able to see our human development center at El Dorado Royal. And no. no, let me tell you a little bit about the history of this place. Um, as my mom said, I worked for 18 years uh, with Charisma. I was related in every single process, in every single certification, in every single construction. I don't know if you were aware that we have a human development center in El Dorado Royal which is a six-story building that has a lot of things to offer. And this came up because while I was working at the hotels, we were doing um, different certifications. And this was a sustainability certification. And we noticed that in Quintana Roo, our state, we had a phenomenon called the children of the key. Have you heard of it or not? No, I haven't. Of the key. Okay. There are a lot of single mothers here and a lot of divorced parents. So usually um, single mothers have to leave behind their children mm -hmm. and just leave them with the key. That unfortunately gave us for many years the first place of pregnant teenagers, okay? okay. So what we figure out is that we needed to do something to help these women. Of course, empowering them, educating them because we also have another program of education, um, but trying to provide for spaces for their children to be taken care of. So once you give women the right tools, they become even fiercer, I would say, more responsible because we all look before our children and if they see or we see that somebody supports them, 
then the world is the limit. And we have seen children that have grown out and became professionals. And it doesn't matter if they come to our company or if they go elsewhere, because we know that they're trained, that they have values and that they will pursue their dreams because somebody took a little bit of time or resources or effort to help them. And that's, I would say, that I would say that it's the most impactful thing that we have done for women, support other women, no matter what, we have to keep going. And of course we, we accept also the help of the men because it's a balance. And sometimes women can be a little bit emotional. So we need somebody that will, will help us to refocus again. But yes, that I would say that's our, our pride and our, our effort to keep going, right? Right. I, I love that. And uh, I mean, I'm not sure if you know much of my backstory, but I've worked in hotels for almost 20 years and 15 of those years as a concierge. And you're talking about multitasking and doing this. And, and you know, it's that little sometimes having that little bit of extra something. And so I, you know, obviously, I mean, it's it's great to support both, obviously, women and men. It's we you know, we certainly need to be working together. But it is so incredible to hear the extra, you know, steps and ways that you're able to support women, because, again, so many have, you know, found themselves in the situation that they might be the single parent, And that's a lot to balance. And so to be given the right tools, as you said, they're really able to, you know, step into their full full selves, which is um, incredible. And it doesn't just end with them. It continues with the generations. Two very simple examples. Um, daycare, government daycare, will only work from 8 a.m. to 4 p.m., okay? So what happens with mothers that work the second shift? So mm-hmm. we constructed a daycare um, center. We donated it to the government. And we were able to, after a couple of years, influence it would have an extended schedule. So women that work in the second schedule in our hotels could be could have that benefit, not only the ones from the first shift. So we were able to turn that on. And also um, people, because well, I was young at the time and I also was pregnant and had my kid and I wasn't able to, to breastfeeding fit him. So we also implemented a nursery, um, room. a nursery room, so they could pull out their milk and have a fridge, so they can they can still um, promote that lactancy to to their children. So those are two examples that will support how much we are providing tools for women, because we are women ourselves. So yeah, so we understand exactly, and but it's so great again to just to give those tools because it isn't it isn't much. You know, these are just simple things, but that can make a really big difference and a big impact. Uh, and again, not only just on the lives of the women, but, you know, of the of the kids and future generations as well, too. So it's amazing to see how just that little bit of extra consideration can ver- really go a long way. Well, we try. You've done well. <laughs> You've done well. So, um, well, I, okay. So we, we have to talk about the really, really big, exciting thing. You've touched on it a little bit. Um, the launching of the Nickelodeon Riviera Maya. Okay. And you've touched on this before that you're really attracted to unique properties and these unique experiences. So can you share a bit about what we can expect with the Nickelodeon Riviera Maya? Uh, Samantha is the expert and she will give you the details, but the, on the overall, I can talk about the uniqueness of the property. Number one, all rooms are facing the ocean. All rooms have a swim up 
pool. I mean, you go out from your room to your part of swimming pool. Mm -hmm. You don't have to walk miles to get to the beach because it's right on the beach. And Samantha will give you more details about the characters and the water park. But just to be in a hotel like that, and very, very important. We realize in all the hotels where Joe and the architects design it, uh, you don't have enough light in the, in the room, in the bedroom or bathroom to put makeup because they don't, they don't need it. Yes. So thank God Samantha was involved. And uh, Joe decided also, instead of just one bathroom, have two bathrooms in each suite. So the parents can have their own bathroom and the kids can have their own bathroom so they don't have to waste time of their vacations to take a shower. I That's great. And it's so simple, but it makes such a big difference. It does. But basically, well, it's a boutique, it's a boutique hotel. We don't have that many rooms. We only have 280. Even though there's another Nickelodeon property in Punta Cana, this is the first one that has been built from scratch, um, leading, having Nickelodeon and Viacom lead that effort along with our Mexican architects and staff. So every single color corner detail has been studied. This is a project that took us five years. Um, just to get the sample room, it took us two years. So believe us that we had multicultural themes because some things we will have to discuss is with, with the London office. Some of them were discussed with the Orlando office, some of them with the New York office. So yeah, it, it's, it's a tailor-made product that will really make dreams come true. And I know that a lot of people say this, but we need to believe of the power of the brand of Viacom and Nickelodeon. It's the most influential company. It's the one that has the most penetration in in the well not only children but also teens mm-hmm. section so and some adults uh-huh, some adults because it's multi-generational i mean we have grown some of us have grown with the with the, with that trademark so besides all what of what my mother said about the uniqueness of being oceanfront and having the swimming pools and the two bathrooms complete bathrooms on zones for adults only besides that they can also have the benefits from the neighbor hotels, which are Generations, uh, Riviera Maya, which is also family friendly, and for adults only, Casitas and El Dorado Royal. It's very convenient. It's only 20 minutes away from, from the airport, 15 minutes away from Playa del Carmen, 25 minutes away from all the parks, because the purpose is that Cancun has been growing. And first, it was just a destination of sand. Eventually, we started to promote also the Mayans heritage sites. And then gastronomy. And now we have a lot of parks. We believe that this is going to be also a very good destination to extend their stay because they can not only come to experience Nickelodeon, they can still enjoy the beach, they can still enjoy the go park, to the ruins, go to the Mayan ruins. I mean, we believe that it's a whole experience. It's not only going to do um, activities for children. So we're sure that we're going to embrace great moments. And the park. Oh, the park. Oh, this is a good story. The baby. Yes, please tell me about the park. We were supposed to just have a regular hotel, you know, those water structures that have the water bucket that comes around and two or three bridges. So Joe said, "Mm, this looks too small. So it made it 10 times bigger. 
it's a six acre water park. So we have a, a rapid river, a slow river, 21 slides, 21 slides. You don't, you don't know how big they are. And we have one, one for adults, one set for adults and one set for children. Which is a replica, no? Which is three, three out of the, those uh, top guns or the slides in the children's sections are a replica of the bigger ones because you know that children always want to do the big things, right? Of course. And of they're, course. Um, they, were, they are thematized out of Paw Patrol, which are very popular now. And as you go to the, in, in the river, you can see different figures and IP, which I learned the word, it's an intellectual property. So those are the, all the characters of Nickelodeon. So they're going to be spread around. We have a theater of 500 people. We'll have a restaurant overviewing the water park where people can have also a, a breakfast as you have in Disney, for instance, with the princesses. Now we'll have it here with all the different characters, you know, Boots, Dora, Diego, Ninja Turtles. But something very nice is that we have four suites in the penthouse area. One of them is made out of the Ninja Turtles. So it's all thematized about Ninja Turtles and the other one about SpongeBob. And we'll have also another two that are multi-character. Uh, so you can have glimpses of all of the different shows and characters in the room without feeling Bob Sponge in your face. Yes. So the rooms are very classy. I don't know if you have been able to see the renders. I did. I actually so, got to visit two of the model rooms. Okay, did you see? So it's, I mean, it has nine touches. If you're a fan, you will notice that there's a slime in the lamp. And when you pull out that Murphy bed, you'll see the Ninja Turtles yes. and you'll see some details in the bathroom. And I don't know if you were able to go up until up to the sixth floor. No. To the suites. No, okay. not. I'll send you the because those are great. So, so yes, we're very happy. We're very confident. We're very proud. Um, we're expect we have the soft opening expect uh, for June, June, and we're about to finish maybe this week the grand opening date because we're aligning the dates with Viacom. Oh, that's amazing! I and you know that's you bring up a good point about the rooms and what I noticed is that yes, you have the touches of of the things like you know the slime and and you know the different you know characters, but it's not um, it's not overwhelming. So it's very, it's very like elegantly done, if that makes sense. So uh, you, you can definitely see that a lot of thought went into that and it, it really shows. And because also when you're traveling with children, it doesn't mean that you need to give up some comfort that you're used to. Exactly. So we exactly. wanted to extend this experience. Um, well, now in Nickelodeon, but we did privately with Generations Riviera Maya. Um, yeah. So that's what we're trying to do, to be very professional and anticipate every need without being overwhelming mm -hmm. because who knew that even though vacations were so necessary after all of this year, really, it's a need. It's a need. And you realize that the best things in life are the moments that you spend with your significant others. And a lot of us have been pushing them back because of our plans. Plans change. The life cannot wait. Yeah, exactly. You know, you're, and so that actually um, kind of brings me to like the last sort of, you know, question to just wrap everything up. But, um, you know, how, how, what do you see like the future of this sort of like rebound of, of travel and where, where do you all fit into that? What are you um, 
hoping for or anticipating? Well, actually, we're looking uh, already a, a little bit of um, bookings, increase the bookings. We are very, all our hub are in that. Mm-hmm. Uh, we hear that a lot of people, mostly in the U.S., which is our natural market, had been getting the vaccine. And in Mexico, we are starting to get it. And we see that other countries are thinking about already opening their their borders. So I hope, we hope that it's going to be a boom uh, very soon. Yes. I, I have to say, I feel uh, very optimistic of we're going to start to see a lot more movement this summer. But, uh, you know, just even chiming in on what Samantha mentioned is that people have have gone without for so long. And it's this time has been very much a, a time for us to remember that it is important to cherish those moments together, uh, especially as a family and with loved ones. But with responsibility, when, when they started uh, with all the protocols here for the COVID, mm-hmm. um, we said, guys, we already have accomplish many of those protocols because of our food and hygiene system. So it's only an that they might have an additional checkpoints to do. We don't have to panic, but yes, this is a matter also of education. It doesn't mean that they will open the borders and people will fly. We still have, I mean, we're still implementing many of those protocols, which were implemented already before. And I think it's good to, to encourage people to also execute responsibility. I mean, they will have the time of their life, but some some rules have to be followed. Exactly. I, that's actually a very big part of what I, I've been championing um, over the past year is that we're seeing is that, you know, properties, especially and certainly I can say from from my perspective, as far as being a guest on your properties, I, I felt completely safe and the protocols were absolutely in place. Then I always remind travelers, it goes two ways. You know, the resorts, the hotels have done their part to to make sure that you have an amazing, um, you know, that you have a safe environment. You're taking care also of your employees, but obviously you want to take care of the guests. But now it's up to the guests to also do their part and meet meet you halfway in essence. And I would say that not only the hotels, the government has been very responsible And it comes all the way to the airlines, from our local airport, the transportation company, even the supermarket, the restaurants. It's a teamwork. It's a teamwork. I would say it's a teamwork. And it all comes together. It definitely all comes together. No, I love this. Well, thank you both, by the way. Thank you. Exactly. Fingers crossed for the future. Thank you both so, so much for taking the time to uh, to share a bit about, you know, certainly your back, your backstory, what you're working on. Um, there's been so many, so many little nuggets that have been so inspiring, uh, certainly as a fellow hotelier, but um, but then also everything that you've created as well, too. So it's so admirable. Um, so again, thank you both for your time. Um, and then for those that are listening, I'll make sure to have extra notes here so that you can find out uh, where to go to find out more information about booking uh, one of the uh, fantastic properties or upcoming Nickelodeon um, as well, too. So again, thank you. Um, and for those that are listening at home, continue to say yes to travel. Travel.